Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Lilienau, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! If you haven't already, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give the show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And tomorrow, there's something super exciting happening. We are starting up the third round of the PEP program. So if you want to join this round, make sure you register. You'll find the link to that in the show notes. Now, apart from the pep program, this last weekend we had this challenge, the Raising the Bar challenge that I've been talking about a lot on the podcast. And in there we had a bunch of riders and we asked them what their dreams were, what their goals were and what was holding them back from actually making those happen. And something I found really, really interesting was that basically everyone's challenges poured down to this one core belief of not being good enough. It took different shapes like I don't have enough money, I'm not talented enough, I don't have enough skills, I don't have time, I'm a perfectionist or I'm not confident enough. Now all this comes down to is a lack of self-belief. There are the more obvious ones, like I'm not talented enough. This obviously means I'm not good enough, or that means that someone thinks they're not good enough, or I don't have enough skills. Again, it clearly means that I'm not good enough. It clearly means that that belief that that person has is I'm not good enough. Those kind of speaks for themselves. But there are also other ones. So if we look at I'm not confident enough, it means that I don't trust myself and my skills, meaning I believe I'm not good enough. Or I'm a perfectionism. Really what we're saying when we're saying we're a perfectionism, and if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that perfection doesn't exist. It really is just a mask for fear. So really what this means is I am afraid of failure because this would prove that my belief of not being good enough is true. I don't have enough money. Really what this means is I am not good enough to get the money together that I need. Right. If you believe that you could actually go out there and create the money that you needed to be successful, you would have already done so. But the problem is you don't believe you're good enough to to get there. So you're not going out there and taking action to get that money together. I don't have enough time. Who said that? Well, here's the thing. All this means that it's I am not good enough at managing my time in order to get this to work. We all have the same amount of time available. We all have 24 hours. So the only difference between people that made it work and you is that you don't believe you're good enough to manage your time. You don't believe that you're as good as those people that seemingly gets everything done. You don't believe you're as good as they are. So clearly, the one reason we are all not where we want to be is because we believe we're not good enough. (laughs) And it sounds to me, hearing all this this last weekend and guessing that you are feeling in a similar way, there's a lot of work to be done at the beliefs front here. So today I'm gonna take you through three ways, three steps on improving your self-belief. You ready to do this? Let's jump in. So step number one, you gotta know 
how to do this, right? First step is finding out how to do this. So there's tons of way of doing this. There's more advanced techniques like REBT, Retinal Emotive Behavior Therapy. Jesus, I, I, that's a tongue twister, trust me. REBT, Retinal Emotive Behavior Therapy. Say that quickly three times. <laughs> now we've also got things like NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. You might have heard of some of those. Those are like known ways, known techniques to change your belief system. But there are also easier ways, things like affirmations, empowering statements to tell yourself that are representing the belief that you want to have. So for example, I confidently meet any challenge. If you listened a lot to this podcast, you'll have heard this one many, many times. This is my absolute favorite affirmations. It's sort of the core affirmation of the PEP program is what we brainwash into everyone's system the moment you step into there. There's other ones like I am too amazing to worry about being perfect for all your perfectionists out, out there. And I'm, you know, sort of doing this thing with my fingers because perfection doesn't exist. But anyhow, if you feel like this is something that's holding you back, maybe that's a good one for you. I am too amazing to worry about being perfect. I accept my fears and doubts and try anyways. Guys, there's always going to be fears. There's always going to be doubts. Just accept that they are there and try anyways. I am transforming myself into the person I want to be. Isn't that a great one? Isn't that like just whatever it is that you want to be, be, just believe that every day you're getting one step closer to being that person. Everything you're doing, you're, it's lining up towards transforming yourself into becoming the person you want to be. Those are obviously just some, some examples, guys. You can come up with whatever affirmations you did. This is what we did inside of the challenge as well. And there were some great ones in there from the people came up with. But just to give you sort of an eagle's view here, what is a good affirmation? First of all, it needs to be a positive statement. What you will do rather than what you don't want to be doing. So don't make these things like don't. Uh, I don't pull my reins for a fence. Because <laughs> here's the thing, if you say you're not going to do something, guess what you're going to do? Exactly that. So don't make things, don't make this formulation something that you don't want to do. Make it the thing that you want to do. What's also really important is that it's present tense. So it's like, I am, it's happening right now. It's not like, uh, I will, like, that's something like in the future. Like, make this something that is happening right now because it's all about becoming the person that you want to be not like when this or that happens but right now right so make this present tense it's happening now and also it's really good if it is aiming towards you your identity your feeling your behavior not like i have infinite resources or whatever it is that you want to tell yourself but i am made up of infinite possibilities. So just make this something that's aiming towards your identity, like me, my, I, you know, all those kind of words. Also, apart from affirmations, just adjust the way you're speaking to yourself in general. Uh, guys, we talk so much shit to ourselves in our head. I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, so just adjust the way you speak to yourself. Become aware of the way you speak to yourself. Because if you go out and you tell yourself that you're a bad rider and that you're not good enough, that you don't have enough money, guess what? You never are going to have enough money. So adjust the way you speak to yourself. Adjust the words that you speak out as well. Like I just had a call with someone inside of PEP she has had this belief that she's a nervous rider. 
And that is because that's what she's kept on telling herself and other people for that matter. She, she said, like, when I come to a competition, the first thing I say to everyone is, oh, I'm nervous. I'm a nervous rider. And the thing is that she has come to identify herself with this. Every time that she has repeated this sentence to herself in her head, when she's sp spoken it out, she has made this belief even stronger. Which leads me to the next point, actually. Step number two. Put in the work of actually doing it consistently over time. So you, step one, know how to change your beliefs. Step number two, put in the work of actually doing it again and again and again, consistently over time. It's not because you have told yourself one time that you confidently meet any challenge that you always will. This takes repetition, guys. Think of how many times you've told yourself things like, I'm not good enough, I'm not talented enough, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time. Like, how many times have you told yourself that? You need to tell yourself this new belief that you want just as many times, or to be honest, probably even more, because you know how it is with habits. It's much easier to learn a new habit than unlearning an old one. So if you've gotten yourself into that habit pattern of telling yourself this, you're going to have to do it so many more times to actually undo all that programming. So a really good way to make sure that you actually keep on repeating this is to make this a habit and tie it onto a habit that you already have. So for example, a really simple example, if you're standing in every day, I'm guessing as part of your daily routine, you're brushing your teeth in front of the mirror. While you're standing there in front of the mirror, you might as well sort of tie on another habit being saying your affirmations in the mirror. You already have that habit, so it's not so difficult for you to just add on another thing. Uh, and this means that you, after a while, you don't even have to think about it. Like I wanted to create the habit of taking my minerals every morning. You know what I did? I know that I'm making coffee every morning, so I put my minerals next to my coffee cups. <laughs> like I can't miss it. It's standing there in front of me. So I tied it onto my habit of making coffee in the morning. Guess what? I'm now taking my minerals every morning. So just a little tip there. Tie it onto something that you're already doing so that you make sure that you keep on repeating this every single day. Step number three. You got to take action to get results. You got to show your brain that that new belief that you're brainwashing into your system, that it's actually true. Because here's the thing. Seeing is believing. And you might be thinking here, Jocelyn, I have taken a lot of action and it didn't work. And that's why I now don't believe in myself. I, I get that. Like, I took a lot of action as well and I failed a lot. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm just a shitty writer. But here's the thing as well. Just as much as seeing is believing, also believing is seeing. Sometimes what happens is that we take action, we get the results... But we don't even realize that we're getting the results because we don't believe we can get them. I know that sounds really crazy, right? And it's really confusing and all. I'm going to take a quick story here to, to, to sort of show you guys what I mean. And, and this is a story from one of my NLP books. And I think it's really funny. NLP, again, is neuro-linguistic programming. This is a famous way of changing your belief system. It's quite heavy, right? But just this story is so funny. So just... Bear with me for a second. So there's this guy who believes he is a corpse, right? A corpse, a dead person. He won't eat. He won't work. He just sits around all day claiming he's a corpse, right? He goes to the psychiatrist and his psychiatrist tries to convince the man that he's not dead. 
And they go back and forth and the psychiatrist tries to give him all kind of evidence and he's just like, no, no, I'm a corpse, I'm a corpse. Finally, the psychiatrist says, does corpses bleed? And this guy, he, he gives this some thought and he says, no, I mean, all bodily functions have stopped, so you can't, yeah, no, corpses don't bleed. And the psychiatrist says, okay, let's do an experiment. I'll prick your finger with a needle to see if you bleed. And since this patient is a corpse, he can't really do anything about it, right? So the psychiatrist goes on and he sticks his finger with his needle. Guess what? The man is bleeding. And this man looks at his finger and he says, I'll be damned. Corpses do bleed. What's the point of this story, guys? It's like if your belief, if you're holding a belief strong enough, in, like deep inside of yourself, it doesn't matter how much evidence you're going to get. You're still not going to believe that that evidence is true. You're still not going to see that that's reality. So there could be tons of evidence out there that you're getting better, that you're a great writer, but you just don't see them because deep inside of you, you believe that you're not good enough. Which again comes back to changing your belief. Which brings us back to step one and two of today. You need to look at the theory and ways to change your beliefs. You need to collect the knowledge. You need to go out there and do the work. You need to actually repeat your affirmations every single day. You need to keep on going and doing this over and over and over and over again. And then you need to take action to evidence it. So this is a bit of a, like a chicken and egg story. Like it's, it's, you need to change your belief to believe that you're actually good enough. But then you need to go out and to take action and collect evidence that you're good enough. And sometimes you'll fail. And that means that your belief is going to take a hit. It might go down a little bit. And then you need to work it up again to the point where you're able to go out and take action again and actually see the evidence of yourself getting better. And this is sort of like this ping pong game. You need to keep on going. You need to work on your belief. You need to brainwash yourself into believing you're good enough. You need to go out and take action, get the evidence, and then that way your belief is going to get even stronger that you can actually do this, that you're actually good enough. Now, what's really, really good about beliefs is that really this is just a story that you're telling yourself. It's really quite simple to change this, but it's not easy. If it was easy, you would have done this a long, long time ago. Everyone would have done it a long, long time ago. But here's the thing. It's wanting to have the knowledge on how to change your beliefs. It's an entirely different ballgame to actually do it. Why? Because when you're in the jar, you can't read the label. A lot of the time you'll have those beliefs, but you won't even realize it because you'll be so stuck in your ways of thinking, your perspective, and you won't even realize this. I had this call with someone earlier this week. She was a doctor herself. She was a youth physician. She was someone who knew a lot of mindset, a lot of psychology, and she was, she was teaching kids about this, right? And she said to me that I know the theory, but still I get stuck in this when trying to do this myself, when I'm trying to act like use those theories and all those tools, when I'm trying to use them on myself, somehow it still doesn't work. So when it comes down to effectively changing your beliefs, in most cases, you need help from someone external. Someone then can tell you how to do it, hold you accountable to doing the work, and that can call you out when you get caught in those old thought patterns. Someone that can make you aware of what's going on, that can 
remove the lid of the jar, pull you out of it and make you read the label, basically. Now, a great way of doing this is obviously to get a coach, but let's be honest, hiring a one-on-one coach to help you do this can be quite costly. Now, I believe in all honesty that if something is important enough, you'll find a way. But in order to make this all easier and more accessible, we created the PEP program, the Positive Equestrian Performance Program, which is a group coaching program where we help riders change their beliefs. The fact that we're doing this in group allows us to keep it affordable. Now, I often get the question, will this with the whole group thing actually work for me? And I'm not going to lie, group coaching is not for everyone. In order to get the most value out of this, you got to be open and honest to yourself, to us coaches, to the other people within the group. You also got to be an action taker rather than an action talker. You got to be prepared to do the work, be committed to your goals and not allow anyone or anything to get in your way. Guys, this is some own responsibility going on here. You got to find your goals important enough to feel motivated to do the work and also you got to be willing to push your comfort zone speaking in a group can feel quite scary to start if but the thing is that the more you do it the more confident you're going to get about it but in the beginning you're gonna have to feel the fear and just do it anyway the good thing about this is the more you do it the more confident you get not only with talking in calls but it tends to spiral into your writing as well which is just a bit of a bonus which is great about group coaching right if those criteria sound like you i suggest you take action right now and go to the pep page link in the show notes to sign up for this the first call of this round is tomorrow tuesday the 17th of january so get over whatever self-doubt you still have whether it is that you think that you're not good enough or that you're not good enough to get the money together or that you don't think you have enough time or basically you're not good enough for time management or if you think you're not good enough of a rider to be part of this group guys it doesn't really matter if you're a professional rider a driven amateur if you're someone that's coming back to riding after a fall or a break or a pregnancy or whatever what matters is that you have the right attitude whatever you're thinking right now whatever reason that you're making up in your head right now not to join realize that it's all just a bullshit excuse, a fucked up belief, I said it, a fucked up belief that is keeping you stuck, a belief that is not going to change unless you decide to feel the fear and do it anyway. We are here to help you. We got the knowledge, we got the tools, we got the community to help you out, but we can't help you unless you collect enough belief in yourself to actually click the button and register. This one is up to you. And I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. I hope to see you inside of PEP. And if not, I'll see you on the next Magical Monday.